Richard. Oh no. <laughs> Did we get it? Oh, we're good. I we think we're live, it. brother. Oh, are we live right now? I think we're live. Oh boy. Is that okay with you? I we're trying this new thing, ladies and gentlemen, where uh my computer decides to suck at the last second. <laughs> And then we do this thing where I get on the Anchor app, which is a great app, by the way, and try to do the podcast on my phone. And we'll see how it goes. And if it sucks, well, it's Ethan's fault, and I'm quitting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it sucks, my bad. My bad. Anyway, welcome back to the Why You Laughing podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Richard, as was said previously. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Before... Before we start this podcast, I have a little rant that I would like to go on for everybody. There's something I need to say. Oh, boy. And it needs to be said. So if you don't like it, turn it off right now. Oh, boy. So if you don't have anything nice to say about somebody else that you won't say it to their face and won't grow the nuts that you don't have to say it, keep your mouth shut. I am so sick and tired of people just going off the handle for no reason and not being able to say it to the person's face that they are talking about. It's ridiculous. It's rude. And you shouldn't talk behind people's backs if you're not going to say it to them. And that's if you know who you are, I'm talking to you. And I hope you're listening. And if not, then that's fine because I don't care. <laughs> oh, well. So, what a, anyway. What a first segment this is. Anyway, back to the podcast. I love all you guys, just so you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, um, Ethan, Ethan Bliss. Richard. Back. Thank you. What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm good. You know, Zoom decided to kick the bucket today, so. You're yep. kidding. It happened with you, too, huh? No meeting Sunday, but... You know. oh, Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So, um, what else is going on? Are you, uh, you're in Worcester right now, right? Or Yeah, just south. Just south. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, that's awesome. How's that been going? Are you, like, kind of sticking around there for work, or...? Uh, yeah, just working okay. around here. Um, Good. Yeah, staying away Good. from the virus. Oh yeah, no, I know it, bro. It's uh, it's incredible. This, but I think, from what I understand, I heard that Massachusetts is opening up tomorrow for like, uh, it's like the the official scheduled reopening of the state. I don't know if oh, that's it starts, true. Starts tomorrow. Huh. That's what that's what I had heard. Like businesses were going to start opening up. That's the scheduled day. Now I could be totally wrong, but that's what I heard. Um, hmm. do you think, do you think that's a good idea? Cause I certainly um, don't. <laughs> yeah. With, uh, everything that's escalated in the past month or so, I don't, really, mm-hmm. I don't really think right now is a good time, but yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously I want it to happen, but I want it to happen. So we don't have to go back into this. It happened the right way. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's insane. Um, I, uh, I was talking to James yesterday. We were hanging out, and he was telling me that uh, 
there are people that are still wearing masks, obviously, and it's still like a law when you go inside somewhere. But then I went into Cumbies and there was only a few people wearing masks. And I'm like, man, these people are taking it seriously. No, I know. <laughs> like, holy cow. But hey, it's, it's interesting to see how people are not taking things so seriously. Yeah, it's like they uh, they think it's a. I mean, yeah, obviously it's not a joke, but people are like, oh, it's, it's not as serious as everyone's, you know, making it to be. But I mean, right. when you end up in the hospital, you'll probably think differently. Right, right. Now let me ask you this: Did you ever have any uh, serious injuries or like symptoms that you may think you needed to go to the hospital to check check out and see if this was if there's something that you might be dealing with or uh, no, I've been, no, I've okay. been yeah. yeah, I feel good, brother. I feel really good. Yeah. I, I actually feel great. I'm all rested. I'm good to go today. You know, I've been, uh, I've been working out recently, like very, very recently trying to get back in the game and, you know, just see how things go, see if it's going to work out. And, uh, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. I thought I was going to have a really hard time getting back into it, but, as soon as I started, you know, working the muscles that I used to actually have. In case you hear that, I'm was, not peeing. Uh, <laughs> he's pouring himself a drink, leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but it, it felt good to get back into it. It's interesting oh, how. The, the feeling after is amazing. I love mm-hmm. it. Like the muscle memory that came back, I was, I was personally shocked that. You know, I could remember how to do all the workouts that I used to do because I was a rat, man. I used to live at the gym a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. But um, and uh, and now that the virus has sort of come along, it's pretty much canceled all that yeah. for most people. But thankfully, I have coworkers that have the equipment that I can use. So there you go. Wow, <laughs> it's perfect. There you go. Now. How is um how is the work schedule for you? Is that it's very scarce? Is that it's scarce. Yeah. Like I'm I'm working with my dad now, just to like help yep. out while I'm on leave or whatever. But um, <clears throat> right. he, he'll have work like one week and then like, and then the like the next two weeks he'll be just dry, and then he'll pick up another week and then dry. And yeah, it's very here and there. Right. I don't want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just stare at my one job. To be honest, I, I, it's not that I don't like my job. I would just like to go and try something else. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. see what uh, if there's a different perspective on things that I can do. And um, but you know, never say never. I suppose we'll see what happens. But I'll probably go back for a little bit and, and make some money. But at least I still have my one job, which is good. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, by the way, uh, for those who don't know, obviously, not that you would know because this is not public information, but <laughs> me and uh, I attended one of my first social distancing parties with Ethan a couple weekends ago, and it was pretty good. We had a good time. We hung out. We were at Swamp Scott on, uh, on Landry's front porch, and it was, it was great. Kicking back a couple bottles. Yeah, I think we kept our six feet pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Some of us were, were on the uh, the sidewalk, but we made it work. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's I can't live without seeing my friends. Like that's just that's who I am, and that's who you are. It's true. You know, it's it's been sucky not getting out there and seeing people. But hey, what are you gonna do? No, it it was it was a good party. Hanging out with everybody and checking in. Yeah, went well. It was good. I I had no idea that uh, Brett lives so close to them. Oh yeah. For, uh, Romeo, so Paul Romeo. Is that where he lives? What's that? Where does he live? I don't even know where he lives. I, he probably told me, but my memory's crashed, <laughs> so I forgot. I don't remember. Don't blame me, ladies and gentlemen. Blame just, every activity. I'm just shouting ever. out names that I don't even know if he lives with them. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no, but uh, it was fun. We had a lot of fun. And, uh, I had a, we had a little fire last night over in uh, Orange, so that was cool seeing seeing some people. And um, did you see Corey? I'm, I did see Corey. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, and Cam. You know this isn't. No, Cameron had to. Cameron had to work last night. He had to. I guess he was on call, mm. and because the railroad is super busy, I guess because you know everybody lost power. Last night in Massachusetts, there was a good, good amount of people that didn't have power in the greater Orange FL area, so they didn't get turned back on until 3 o'clock this morning, James wow. was telling me. So everybody was using generators last night and, you know, trying to figure things out. So, I mean, definitely a good idea for people to be prepared. Because <laughs> that I could know. happen to you. I mean, New Hampshire, oh. I was in New Hampshire uh Friday into Saturday, and the the thunderstorm yeah. was insane. That went on. It was it was a little oh, south. Yeah. It was like uh, the Lowell area, but it was crazy. Yeah, are you talking Friday? Yeah. Yep. All right, so let me tell you what happened Friday. So, I I wasn't home, and I came home later, like after the storm had ended. Yep. I, co- I come home and everything's normal. I park my bike, I get off my bike, I walk up and I go up onto the deck. And about a 40 f- foot tree, which was about probably 16 inches thick, had rotted and fallen off a huge tree that had just been there for years and completely smashed uh, my, my deck and my fireplace. And I mean, thankfully, it didn't hit the house. Yeah, thankfully, like, it, it was only that part. It, yeah, and the deck actually remained full, you know, okay. Like, we have to replace some of the railings and yeah. stuff like that. And my fire pit, my little fire pit, got completely crushed. So I've been kind of doing some work on that today and trying to get that done. But, I mean, it's insane, like, how quickly something can change. <laughs> Like you think you're having a good day and you avoided the storm or whatever, you come home and then there's a tree on, <laughs> on, on the deck. deck. Yeah. Lovely. Like an unwanted guest, you know who you are. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, sure. But, no. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, I would have just gotten back on the bike and drove away. Yep, you drove my bike off a cliff, yep. and that was it. No. See you later. <laughs> See you later. Now, me and my dad, my dad came over and he was just like, hey, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, <laughs> well, this is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. He's very, he's very uh, 
realistic yeah. at times, but you know, a lot of times lately he's more positive. That's good. So positivity is nice. It's been going good. I think so. I I can't deal with this negativity. That's why I had to say what I said when we just first started this mm. thing. God, bro, people just can't understand how much it affects, especially if it's like one of your friends and you go behind their back and you're saying all this stupid stuff. It's like, if you're not going to say it to their face, then what's the point of saying it? I don't, I don't get it. I mean, maybe that's just me because I'm a very outgoing and honest person and I'll say it to your face, whether you like it or not. But, you know, to me, it's like, if you're not going to be honest, then what's the point of even having the friendship? That doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But anyway, not to trail <laughs> off. But, but um, yeah, um, you know, I'm excited for uh, summer plans. We actually had a conversation last night because Sully was uh, at Coors. And, um, and uh, this is potential. You know, I'm not saying anything that's definite yet, but uh, Corey might be joining us for an entire set. Uh, for a show, maybe upcoming. Oh, wow, um, which is which is great for me, you know, because it's like with the core and I started this thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and granted, we've played a lot of shows together. It's been great. Yeah, I remember so, I was at one show and you had Corey come up for a couple songs, and uh, a couple and songs. The, yep, uh, the vibes were great, man. You guys rock well. Together. Yeah, man. It, 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 it brought me back to, you know, it's like when, when I was writing Streetlights, yeah. this was right as Sully was joining. And it was the four of us for a little while. We would have some practices. And then we finally recorded like a solid version of the song. We had like three guitars, uh, one acoustic and vocals. And we just... We turned off all the lights, and it, it was just Corey's disco light that was on. And the vibes, like you were saying earlier, it was just, it yeah. was something special. You know? And I knew that I had something that was going to be, you know, infinitely beyond anything I'd ever mm-hmm. written in the past. So, um, and that version, you can find that on YouTube, actually. It's, it's on YouTube. So, hopefully... You know, with uh, Hood Fest, actually, it's going to be the new name of the festival because Sully is completely taking over it this year, hopefully. I'm, you know, we're hoping that things can kind of get back to normal so we can plan this thing because uh, I know Sully's really excited about it and he's got plans. Yeah, I remember so. the last time I was with you guys, he was talking a little about it and it sounded good. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I'm trying to remember after uh, the meeting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. After the meeting, right, 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 right. Yeah, he's got plans, man. I mean, which is great because you know he's so intelligent and he's got a lot mm-hmm. of great ideas. So hopefully, you can bring it to the table. And it is, it's nice for me that I don't have to worry about everything because for the past two years I've had to do yeah. it all by myself. And uh, you know, which is fine. I don't care. <laughs> I'll take the blame. No. <laughs> But um, have you ever thought about picking up the guitar again and trying yeah, trying I've things out? Been or thinking about doing that very recently, like yesterday, I was thinking about doing that. Yeah, 
Really? Yep. Nice. Now, did you start <clears throat> musically? Did you start playing guitar in uh, general, I started or on was drums, it just like actually? Yeah, I took started on drums. For okay, a few years. Um, mm. but, and then I kind of just taught myself a little guitar here and there. But yeah, yeah, cool. So, would you? What would your plan be if you ever decide to come back? Would you come back and try to? start a band or would you try to be by yourself and, and write songs or did you write songs when you no, were I playing guitar? No, I played like covers and stuff. And I think I, I would just play for fun. Yeah. Just kind of keep my mind yeah. occupied with that. and yeah, so. It's definitely yeah. therapeutic. Everybody's got that thing with, that they, you know, they have, they can take their mind off, off everything. Like, I mean, especially right now, me personally, writing this EP has been the great thing to just kind of distract myself from everything that's going on. Cause I'm not one to <laughs> sit around. Not for too long going. anyway. And if I, and if I do sit, it's in my chair, which everybody knows that's my chair. <laughs> the captain's chair. Well, the last time I remember sitting. <laughs> we got it. That was. Uh, I know, bro. Yeah, you've been. You were. You were a veteran of this <laughs> podcast. You need to. You, you get the chair, brother. You get the chair. We got to get Landry back on this thing, man. We've been talking about sure. this forever. That was a great podcast. And the yeah, that was a, that was a fun episode to do for show. sure with them. Oh, it was great. It was so great. I loved how you guys stayed over and we all hung out and got pizza and, and everything after. That was a good yeah, weekend. Yeah, breakfast the next morning. That was a good place. That was a very, oh, very good man. Place. Audrey's fantastic. Is that your favorite meal breakfast? of the day? I never eat breakfast. <laughs> Why? Uh, no, I, just, I just wake up and go. Ethan, it's so important. You need to eat yeah, breakfast. I know, but I'm telling I don't. you. You get some protein. I mean, I got protein <laughs> shakes. So get... No, they don't. It's not the same. They, that's, that's a... No, that's a bunch of trick-or-treat <laughs> information <laughs> that they try to shove down your throat. Whoever wrote that article online, you <laughs> were born on the 4th of July. Yeah, and your mother tried to <laughs> adopt you to somebody tried else. to give you no. away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, hey, excited for the yeah, new AP. I'm excited to hear what it's all about. See what what goes down on it. Yeah, bro. I'm going uh, I'm going live tonight for anybody who listens to this podcast before five o'clock tonight. I'm going live on Instagram to play one of the songs that I have uh, written and recorded. So tune in for that and I'll be playing uh, one of my old hits too. Stay tuned for that. An oldie and a new you know one. You catch my breath. You're stepping in. <laughs> All right, good. Hey, dude, because I'm not sure if you know, I'm a couple bricks shy of a load. <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> so, walk me through this because I'm curious. How did you get into the whole uh, solar panel? Oh, thing? a uh, brother in my hall does it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. 
and he just now does it interest you is that what you wanted to do for a living or did you have a um, plan i kind of kept my options open and then he would like post stuff on instagram and you know the just the whole aspect of it like the travel um you know the the different right. Uh, right. sceneries that he gets to see and stuff and and just reached out right. to me and um so I pursued it. Nice. Do you enjoy doing it? Is it something that you want to continue doing, or did you have other aspirations that um, you want to try out? For now, but I mean, like the HVAC has always uh, reached out to me as well for the mechanical aspect because I'm very hands-on and mm-hmm. I like learning how things work and what makes them run and what makes them not run. And stuff like that. So right. that has always been in the back of my mind as well. <clears throat> but gotcha. But yeah. Cool. Yeah. There you go. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, he's gonna be going into HVAC after this <laughs> podcast. No. So if you need AC, <laughs> contact so, me. Yeah. Look early, <laughs> yeah. but we'll get there. I may not no. know yet, but I will. What has been your favorite my favorite trip. trip. Um, actually, wait, we were just talking about this. My my dad and I the other yesterday. Um, my favorite trip would have to be when we went to an international convention in London. Mm. What is London, London like? Is wild. Um, it's like really. You can tell it's got just a lot of history written in its streets. Like, it's just... It's just all there. Um, it's, just, it's just... It's crazy. Gotcha. I don't really know if I can... Interesting. ...accurately describe it, but... If you get... But you had... Like, is there amusement parks, or is there... Yeah, it's a lot, is of, it touring, a lot of touring. A lot of older buildings, like, uh, older churches and stuff like that um oh okay all right like like the old yeah, stone yeah. chapels or something like that um yeah and it's just excellent the history around the place and like what people will will tell you is incredible i would love to go i can get my passport anyway because we still excuse me we still got that trip planned to italy oh that's me right. and my whole family that would be fun too be very fun. i mean I've never been out of the country. Never. Never. No. I mean, if I leave the country and people find out about me outside, it's it's all over, brother. It's all over. They're going to be requesting my services (laughs) all over the place. (laughs) Whatever that means. Not that service, man. So you hear it first, folks. (laughs) You're listening to this. Make sure you... Text the Clappinator, tell him how much you love him before he disappears forever. The Clappinator, uh, Instagram. Nah, but yeah, if you can go over to, to London, definitely do it. It disconnected for a minute, so, so I, don't know, I don't know what was lost and what wasn't. I've never done that. You didn't hear me talk crap about you? You were talking crap about yeah. me? What you, you said, say? You said, if I have anything to say, say it to your face, but I, not, I don't see you. But. Yes, I know. 
I know why. I wouldn't expect anything less. Actually, I would because you don't ever say anything. I'm saying a lot right now. <laughs> I know. I'm proud of you. you. You're doing a good job. I always appreciate you coming on the podcast. Every time, it's been a great pleasure for me to when you come on the show. And uh, you know, I'm always excited to hang out with you in general. It's been a lot of good times lately. I, it's so funny how you and I we like only connected within the last like year. It all st- it all started year with that basement. I know. Oh my word! It, it, hey, that was a historic day, and you were a part of that. It. Was that was a wild day? Like it was a why? Would something happen before I got no, there? No, just seeing you and Jared connect. And I'm like, this kid is. From like the bum of New Hampshire, and Jared from Boston. That's like almost three hours away. Yeah, I know. I know. It's incredible. It's, I, there was so much joy in my heart because I I always liked Jared. We we always got along, and he always included me. That's the one Jared's thing. A very say. loyal person. Like back in the old days, you know. It was a really crucial time in life because you tried to figure out who was your friend and who wasn't, you know, in, in the Dover days, you know, yeah, I had relationships and I had friends over there and it was great. And I still talk to some of those people today, but, um, you know, it was like finding out who was your friend and who wasn't was kind of on the menu. And Jared was one of those guys that just, you know, he always happened to even just talk to me. Because some people, I would go over there and play ball with, and you would just yeah. talk. It's just like, kind of not worth your time, almost sort of thing, which sucks that people feel that way. But, you know, Jared was just one of those guys. So, you know, <laughs> there you go. I, I wish he would, like, start his podcast up again. I know. <clears throat> I, I enjoyed yeah, that first one. The, it was good. Yeah. And then uh, TJ and Keon. Oh, my God. Keon. That's hilarious. I can't believe. I haven't seen that kid in years. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. Keon's hilarious. He is hilarious. He is hilarious. What do you, uh, what do you like most about making new friends? Uh, their story. Yeah. Their story. Gotcha. True. Their background. Very true. Because I have a lot yeah, of stories. I mean, you can you can learn something from everyone's story. Everyone has a different lesson in their story. That's true. That's true. For instance, you know, you you, you are very popular. <laughs> I mean, that's what I learned very quickly about you. I just know. Well, that's fine. I know. I know, but there's a certain personality trait that uh, people look for, and I think you have that, and that's I, that's what I admire about you. So. Oh my God, James just sent me a text message. He says, "Do you know who this is?" That's always the worst question. I don't even know this number. <laughs> Rattle it off for, for me and the and uh, a- viewers here. I don't think I can. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get this thing taken no, down. <laughs> Are you excited for the Florida? Yeah, trip? I'm excited to go to Florida. Period. I'm always excited to go to Florida. Period. Oh yeah, bro. You listen. I always have a good time down there. I even put on one of my old Florida shirts today. I think you know which one I'm talking about. Talking about that male rocker you got. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I know you know. <laughs> uh, no, you gotta bleach. Uh, you gotta bleach that hair when you have just, it on. I know. I was thinking about <laughs> it the bleaching. other day. You know, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who said that no, I look it, good. It with did it. fit. And yeah, now I, I, you know what, bro? Maybe someday when I don't have any shame left in me, I will put it back. But I still have some sense of reason inside my head. And at that point in time, I was just like, we're going to Florida. I'm about to play a show in front of 200, 300 people plus, And it's going to be great. Let's go all out. Let's baby. go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wish we were, what a fun... we were this clo- as right. close as we are now back then. So I could have gone. Yeah, no. Oh, my word. That would have been <laughs> fantastic. November. Been fantastic. November. Next time, bro. November, bro. We're we're gonna do it. We're gonna go out there. You're gonna meet all my friends. It's we're gonna go to Fort Myers. You know, Cape Coral. Really, Cape Coral. Uh, Tampa. I got a cousin in Cape Coral. Yeah, oh, yeah bro. And we'll uh, meet up with her. No, you're no, kidding. Yeah. She used to live in. I'm excited, Myers, bro. You know her what? Her and her husband, their kids, recently. Not recently, but uh, they moved to Cape Coral. <clears throat> oh, okay. Huh. Interesting. Not a bad area. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of stories oh, that behind Cape Coral. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one of them is that there was a friend of mine, uh, a mutual friend of me and Ross, and he dated this girl down in Cape Coral. And uh, <laughs> she ended up breaking things off because she was like about to see another <laughs> guy. <laughs> and basically ruined his life. And so... At the time, him and Ross made a song. And they, oh, they, no. <laughs> and it was just like, da-da, 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 <laughs> coral, da-da, 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 sucks. That's good. <laughs> it was a good tune, and they should have recorded it. Have, have that friend come no. up to New Hampshire, and uh, we'll all record it together. I know it, it's funny. He used to be in Vermont with Ross, like they're best friends. Like forget me and Ross's relationship. We've known each other forever, but him and Ross have been like since day one, they've been best friends for yeah for a long time. Me and Ross are a different kind of best friends. You know, you know how you have those certain people that are like, you know, you're really close to like me yeah. and James are super tight and we always will be, but me and Ross have just been, you know, yeah. my day one friend. My day one. And they're one through it all. Only. Yeah, oh my word, exactly. And it's funny, it's like, we used to talk, and he was like, you know, Sam, <laughs> to be honest, I didn't think you were going to make it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, like, past this age and continue <laughs> yeah. on with the truth and stuff like that. <laughs> I was used to laugh. He thought I was going to be the one that would fall off the face of the planet. <laughs> it was just like... You know, well, it's like, oh, yeah. thanks for the vote of confidence. I'm glad to know what you really think about me. That's funny. Yeah, no, I know. But he—he's. We just have that type of relationship. Like he could call me up. You, you. I bet you have that one friend that's like, you could call him up and be like, hey, how you doing? Uh, I just chopped my leg off and I'm sending it in the mail to you. Oh, absolutely. So get ready. No, one hundred percent. Exactly. Now, how did? Uh, you and Reese are really good friends. He wants to come on the podcast. Yes, very, very too, close correct? friends. 
Okay, so how did that come about? Did, have you known each other since, like, the younger days, like, since you were in Massachusetts, or did it come when you got uh, so that's to New Hampshire? A kind of funny story. Um, <clears throat> my cousin Sean was homeschooled his entire life, and he... Yeah. Shout out to Sean. Shout out to him. To this. Um, he wants to come on the podcast <laughs> so bad. You should have him on. That would be hilarious. If I All have right, him on, yeah. you got to join me, though. It's done deal. Anyways, um, so he was like part of this with this homeschool group that got together like once a month or so, and I was always in school, but I always just skipped school to go to, with him with that. Um. And so we would do that for, you know, whatever. And so one day, uh, Reese's cousin Alex came and Alex brought Reese. And we uh, introduced and whatever. And since then, um, we just got really close, like very quickly. And um, yeah, but. Very close, like like brother, brother close. Like, wow, I've, I've been yeah, to a lot of his family events, <laughs> like at his grandparents' house and stuff, and it's just been great. Yeah, right. Nice, that's good, bro. Especially like if you didn't grow up with a lot of family, you know. For instance, you know me, I, me and my mother were that was it, and. Uh, it was nice to go to different people's family events yeah. and be included and stuff like that. Um, so uh, you become part of their family. You become close and, you know, you're no longer uh, a part of a single parent home. You're part of a huge family, especially when you travel. I, I, I got to give a shout out to my mother, obviously, for you know, taking me all over the world Thanks, and Mom. stuff like that. It's even when I didn't want to, it's like she sort of brought yeah. me out of my comfort zone. And I think that's a huge reason, you know, my father as well is very outgoing, but it's, it's, it's a huge part of why I yep. am so outgoing today. You know, it's just, it's been fantastic getting to know all these people over the years. <clears throat> but um, <clears throat> yeah, no, it is going to be fun going to Florida. I'm excited. Me. Are you, um, I was going to ask you, do you have any, like, things on the trip that you want to do specifically? Uh, visit my family for sure. Um. Right. Oh, yeah, you you have a ton of family that lives down there. Cape Coral, as I said. I got a family in Lakeland, which is halfway between Orlando and Tampa. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah, the majority of them live in that area, but. Yeah. For sure, visit them and the rest just party. Sure, I'm down. You know me, brother. You got me in a thousand seconds. I'm ready to go. <clears throat> I don't know for how long because, let's face it, the ladies are busting down my door <laughs> to try to strap me down. So. <sighs> but what are you going to do? That's a joke, everybody. Don't take, it, take seriously. it seriously. Say it to his face and not behind his back. No, I know it. I know it. You know, it just it it just irks me, bro. It's like the, the person who 
I'm speaking about that was being spoken about behind their back. It's like, mm. he's a dear friend of mine. And, you know, he's not very open about himself. He's very quiet. You know, it doesn't have any, uh, he doesn't have a bad word to say about anybody. So for people to be talking about him and for him to not be there to defend himself, it's like, whether you were joking or not, you know, <laughs> which I have a feeling that they weren't, but I can't say yeah. yes or no. It's just rude. You know, I always look at the fact that if I'm going to say something about somebody, either I've already said it to their face or I plan on saying it later. So, you know, I, I don't know. It just triggers me because I think that comes from the family aspect where the people who I grew up with, they are my family. So, you know, if people ever talked about James or you or Ross, you know, in front of me and said something to me about them, that was disrespectful and not even close to true without having the knowledge of whether it was or not. I'm going to tell you straight up how I feel. That's just good. It's going to happen 100%. So, you know, it's not anything personal. It's just like, if you don't have any knowledge about this person or, you know, what they go through or whatever, then what makes you think you have a right to talk about them? True. It doesn't make sense. But that's just me. I'm not a psychiatrist. This isn't a counseling session. Unless you need to talk about something, Ethan. Of course, <laughs> I'll be here to help you. <laughs> Dr. Clap. Dr. Clap over here. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. You've been a veteran of this podcast since, you know, when we kind of when we started. What do you think makes or breaks a good podcast? What <clears throat> is interesting to you about a podcast? Is it the voice <laughs> of the co-host or uh, not the co-host of the host? Is it the topics that they discuss? Is it like a sports cast? What do you think is a good formula um for a decent podcast. you gotta have topics that people think about like like on a regular basis right and then within those topics you gotta have good stories to keep people captivated i'm all about the stories i love stories i agree i love stories i love stories yeah sure i mean that's perfect oh man um do you want to tell a story Tell me a story about your childhood. Well, I grew up in a very small town where nothing happened Mm -hmm. except for, you know, bomb threats every once in a while, but that's it. Um, Actually, there there, there was one story in uh, high school. This girl went into the the girls' bathroom, you know, did whatever, and she came out with a note and went down to the office. And to turn it in and be like, you know, someone is threatening the school. And they looked at it, only to find out that she wrote wow. it herself. Because she wanted the school to go on lockdown so that we'd be sent home. Idiot. And so, Idiot. And we didn't even go oh home. So God. we were all like hiding under desks. Like people are going to come in here and like shoot the school up. But this this girl is just she get shot up on the, the block, yeah. Freaking just writing the note herself, and then turning it in just to get out. Oh my word! 
Bro, I had a similar situation, except, you know, we were on lockdown once. That's in high school. It was probably junior year. And there was a shooter in uh, the Wheelock School uh, Center, which is, like, not... It's like a walk from my high school. Like, people would park at Wheelock and walk to my high school since they didn't want to pay for parking. So, you know, we were under desks for hours. For hours. And, like, they just wouldn't let us leave. And then eventually they caught the shooter. You know, the school started up, and, and we continued on with our regular schedule. But yeah. it's like the day was pretty much over. <laughs> But the doesn't make sense. Yeah. No. No. Like, did you do no, you remember 9-11 at all? No. You're three. Okay. So I'm I remember vividly the day that it happened. You know, this is it's 2001, obviously. You know, I'm I'm in kindergarten. But you know, it, it's it's something that I would never forget. Like I, I had never been so confused on what was happening because they took us out of school, and they didn't tell us why. They just ended early. Like it was a half day. It was not even a half day. It was like a semi half day, and then we all just got taken out and took home. And immediately, mom turned on the news, and that's what was on TV for the rest of the time. But it's so crazy that I remember those little things, mm-hmm. you know, for, from memory. Like I remember the nineties, even early on, you know, I remember, I remember being three, 90, had to be 97, 98. I'm, I'm on my skis learning how to ski on Mount Snow as a child. And that kind of spiraled off into that's how I started learning how to snowboard and blah, blah, blah. Fast forward. And now I love it today. And, uh, it's just these little things that I'll, I'll remember. Do you, was there anything specifically from school that you remember doing, um, as a child? As a child, I remember I placed my first book in kindergarten, actually. Um, yeah, there was this kid in my class really? that I got super close to, and, um, one day I brought in nice. the, uh, my book of Bible stories book, and I was, I, I was like, hey man, uh, I read oh, this yeah. book every night, and it's great, you should read it too, and he, he took it, and he, he did read it from mm-hmm. what I was told, but, you know, who knows if that was true, but, yeah. And oh, I moved cool. to California, and I never heard from him again. So if you if you listen to this, uh, hit me up, man. <laughs> Wherever you. Hopefully are. you're doing all right, kid. We're pr- we're proud that you, we're proud that you had the courage to take the book. No. Yeah. <laughs> Especially from this yes. guy. Who's he was like, "What is this? The end? Paul trying to get me to read." But... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But um. Bro, I, I got a story for you. So I'm in kindergarten, probably. See yeah. the kindergarten or first grade. Okay. <laughs> and this was the first time I ever got grounded. I came 
cannot believe I remember this story. So we're on the playground. This is after school. I'm waiting for my mother to come pick me up. This kid said I didn't have, like, we were all yeah. roasting each other as we normally did. You know, just trying to oh, of course. make fun of each other in any way possible. He he comes out and says, I bet you don't have <laughs> a certain part of your body. I says, oh, really? God, tell me you did what I think you did. Oh, jeez. Oh, let me tell you what. Uh, I started <laughs> getting ready to take my little unit out. And my mother pulls up in the car screaming at me. She saw it from <laughs> far away. She was like, She had nah! that motherly instinct going. <laughs> I am... Oh, Her spidey savage. sense was she tingling. Exactly she was like, oh, God. <laughs> She's like, this is how she knew that you know, I was 100% Irish. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you weren't going to tell me that I didn't have what I knew I had. <laughs> for all of you listeners that are and I got grounded. the male gender, was, I apologize uh, for my friend's uh, unit, as he calls it. What? <laughs> I didn't want to be a regular. A regular. So I it. <laughs> uh, yeah. it was great. It was great. And I just, yeah, I felt accomplished. <laughs> like I actually proved him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was probably one of my more stupid moments. So <laughs> whatever. What do you do? I was five. What are you going to, what can I say? <laughs> I can't, I can't explain um... myself. Other than that, that's all I could say. Did you ever do anything stupid when you were younger? Like, that from school that you um, remember? <clears throat> anything stupid? I'm not sure there's a lot that I'm just blocking out that I don't want to sh- I'm going to have to... Like, did you um, ever get kicked will, out of school for something? Suspended. I've gotten plenty of detentions. I got a detention for... Oh, yeah, me too. This kid once in math I oh I got my sophomore English teacher suspended for a week (laughs) yeah no well what happened so we were in class and I was goofing around as I always do and the teacher was like stop talking do your work blah 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 and I was like oh what are you a slave driver and she was like, yeah, do your work or you're going to get it or whatever. And I was like, oh, really? And she was like, yep. And so I was like, okay, we'll see about that. Wow. So word got around that she called herself a slave driver to to me. And, well, no. She was racist. She, she wasn't trying to be at all. But I, you know, back then I was <laughs> not a good person. So that's that's true. But at least I don't, person. you know, try to get people in trouble nowadays. Um, so, the next day, True. I went to school, and I got called down to the office, and I was like, oh, God, what do I do now? And I went, to, I went into the principal's office, and there was a private investigator in the room. And he was like, oh, I just want to talk to you about, you know, what happened in English uh, yesterday, and what the teacher said, and what, what went down, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. So this this chick, 
call yourself a slave driver and like pretend to crack the crack the whip on me and everything and she was like you know you're gonna get it if you don't do your work and um and yeah so she was suspended hilarious for the next week uh, and hilarious and see you later Pasadena Lena and all what we did and uh so yeah it's one of my finer moments love it Thank that's you. hilarious <laughs> I'm so proud of you <laughs> I had a similar situation there was a kid or no not a kid I shouldn't say a kid he was a full blown adult and he was a terrible person so I had this was in high school probably sophomore year uh I, I had this class called uh, uh what the frick was it called mm-hmm. <sighs> Pedia Productions so this was a class that you learned how to work a camera, learned how to film shows, learned how to uh, I don't know what type of lenses to use, what not to use. It's just like you know regular regular stuff that you would think would happen in one of those classes. Anyway, so this guy was not even a teacher; he was just a helper in the class, and he had a bunch of equipment and had done shows. Or, <laughs> you know, thought he was Johnny Professional. You know. But he was really Frederick de la Cheese Wagon and tried to get everybody to (laughs) believe that he was the smartest guy in the room. So he uh, had said to me, because, you know, I I wasn't uh, I wasn't as concealed as I am now. (laughs) And and. I had asked him a question, but he was so caught up in the person who he was that he took offense to my question and said, I'll bounce you right out of my class. I don't care who you are. (laughs) And first of all, it wasn't even his class. He was just a helper. (laughs) So I basically told him to go bite it. And then the next thing you know, I go to... And trust me, I'm I'm no pushover. I go to... uh, who did I go to? This is going back, so I'm trying to get in my memory bank here. I'm going to like the vice principal, and I said, "Look, you, your teachers are swearing at me, and I'm not dealing with that. This guy's not even a teacher, and he's not going to speak yeah. to me that way, or he's not going to speak to anybody that way." Next thing I know, they had to call my mother in and everything like that, and my mother actually sided with me on everything, and Jim Logan. <laughs> who, not Wolverine, Jim Logan, but Jim Logan, (laughs) who was the vice principal at that time, was trying to, like, calm me down. Because I think he thought in his mind that I was going to sue the school for how much harassment I got in the class. And so they took him in and they spoke to him. He never bothered me again. And he tried to get me to talk to him. Like, I was in class, and he was like, hey, Sam, come here. And I'm like, nope. Don't want to talk to you. Don't want anything to do with you. And uh, Mr. Uh, whoever the teacher was at that time, he goes, Sam, that's not a good attitude. I said, I don't care what kind of attitude it is. If I don't want to speak to him, I don't need to speak to him. It's not about this class. I'm not talking to him. Well. (laughs) So that was it. (laughs) Never, yeah. never, never got detention. Never got jack squat. <laughs> it's like these. And the fact of the matter is, you know, 
whether I was a bad kid or not, it doesn't have anything to do with that. If you're a teacher, you need to be above what kind of students you have. Whether they're rude or disrespectful or, you know, whatever they are, I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm also not saying you have a right to retaliate. If you take on that job, that means you suck it up and be the best version of yourself that you can be. It's like, you know how many uh, freaking club managers that I've wanted to talk to and be like, you think that your sound guy is smart because he's actually a moron? Uh, Hundreds of times. But I don't do that because it's just, it's better to be thought a fool than to speak and remove all doubt, you know? I just, it was just shocking to me that, like, people who think they're tough by, you know, standing up to high school kids, it's like, really? Yeah, you're, you're showing, you're showing your true colors there. Did you, did they have, did anyone ever stand up to you when you were in high school? Um, like older figures? Quite a few times. <clears throat> and <laughs> I don't really deal with really? that too well. I usually just laugh about it. And so I would like kind of laugh in their face whenever they would do it. And <laughs> which wouldn't obviously help the situation at all. But back then I didn't really care what happened. Um, right. And honestly, like, now I wouldn't care either, but but um you know now I try to be like no. an adult no. like I'm supposed to be and get past the situation without casualties, but it's hard. It's hard. You know, when you have when you have a belief system that you've relied on for your whole life and somebody comes to cross that, you know, it's it's not easy. It is not easy. And it you want to fight for what you believe in, but at the mm. same time, it's like you have to keep your cool. You know, it's not easy for me, you know, what, whether I believe, you know, the person or not. It's like I'm always going to have an opinion. Like me and James had this conversation three times a week. It's like you could have your opinions – but whether you share them or not with that person is going to vary on you True. and what their personality is like. Like I, I couldn't say the things I say to you to maybe a teacher or a principal or a yeah. cop or, <clears throat> you know, somebody of authority because it's just that sort of generational gap yeah. where they believe what they believe and you believe what you believe. And that's sort of the finite for what high school and middle school is today. Because the kids are such douchebags. It's like... I remember... It's yeah, worse I remember than I, you and there I was, There was a kid in it's my parents' hall that um, I was always you know, close to and around. But he's, like, he's much younger. Um, but he always hung out with us. Um, but when he... I think it was... He was in third yeah. or fourth grade. And still in school. I think he's homeschooled now, thankfully. But back then, I was like, hey, how, how's school going, buddy? You know, what are you learning? This and that. And he was like, you know, I'm learning a lot of things and I love it and it's great, but the kids are, are wild. I don't know. I don't know who feels that it's normal to just talk about 
wanting to have sex like now. And and I was like, I was like, dude, you're in fourth grade. Why are all these yeah. kids talking about yeah. sex for? Like, what is happening? Yeah, they 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 just don't have any shame, dog. It's like things have just spiraled. And I mean, trust me, I knew all about that stuff, but I never talked about it, you know, just because of who my parents were, you know, I I had heard stories and everything. Like my dad's friends were savages. I had never stopped hearing about stuff like that when I was younger. But, you know, at least something like that prepared me for what was going to come. That, that's the only trade-off, I guess, to when you hear about it early yeah. on. You're kind of used to it when it, you know, ends. So, but it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, even my dad and I had this conversation. He goes, you know, you're going to find that people who are younger are going to be talking about things that are not talked about. Like, people who are... 14 are talking about sex and then the next thing you know you got 11 year olds that are talking about sex or you know swearing or whatever it is and it's just gonna spiral on and on and on and even at my age i understood what he was talking about i understood that he knew what the youth was going to be like as i got older so i took what he said and i put it to good use when i got into you know middle school and then high school and yeah you just kind of keep to yourself when you have all this information. So, but anyway, yeah, I, but I did have fun in school. You know, I can't say I didn't have fun. Uh, the last day of school was the worst and the best, but <laughs> I, I did have fun. I, I gotta say, and I yeah, still talk too, to some people actually. today that yeah. I have good relationships with that, uh, that know me and appreciate me and, you know, we're able to have nice yeah. conversations and, and talk informally. So it's, it's been fantastic getting to uh, develop those friendships, especially, you know, since years ago, this is ah, probably five years back. It's like, there was a good friend of mine uh, that had passed. His name was Justin Salt. And um, wow. he's probably, he was 21 when he died. So he actually fell off the bridge near his college, 15 feet down, and it killed him instantly. So the people that were there at the service, we were probably in line for two hours before I ever even got to see the family. But, you know, it, it was it was just good to reconnect with everybody. And we all shared a common thing that we everybody loved this one kid. And, you know, it, it, it just goes to show that uh, those people who you make relationships with, they still think about you. You know, I think <laughs> if I died tomorrow, there would be at least five people at my service. No. <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, it's interesting how that goes. But, anyway. Uh, how, how have things changed for you post-high school? Like, were you when you graduated? What was your first thought? Um, like, what what am I gonna do no, now? Or did like, you have some sort uh, of plan? What's next? <laughs> I was like, what, what am I supposed to do with myself now? And it kind of just unfolded, yeah. I guess, from there. Right. But 
Um, yeah. Nice. A big go. change going from, you know, being in school, not having to worry about money or stuff like that. And, you know, switching things up. But. Right. Right. Yeah, it's crazy how that goes. I mean, I was, I wasn't nervous, but I was definitely not ready to conquer the world. (laughs) It was was just a different time. You know, from, from when I first got into elementary school to middle school to high school, everything sort of changed. Every year it was like a new challenge. But I don't think you're ever prepared for what happens after that. You're not prepared for the world. Even though that's what school is meant to do, you're not prepared for what's to come. You are not ready. Because, especially today with the school systems, you know, they don't necessarily have a monopoly on preparing you for the real world. They they can try as best as they can, but at the same time, you're going to have your own personal battles no matter yep. what, right out of high school. Absolutely. I know I did. I did. Did you uh, work when you were in high school? I think that you and I have talked about uh, this. So after this sophomore podcast, year. Did you ever after, work uh, while you were in school? teacher suspended for a week. Um, I, yeah, so after sophomore year, I kind of left. Oh, that was sophomore year? did the rest of the two years on my own. And graduated that year. Um, I don't know, that, that way. Oh, actually, yeah, oh, okay. that year. It took me like six months to do the last two years. Oh, wow. And, uh... Oh, wow. I yeah, didn't know I, that. I didn't know that I, you didn't, like, actually walk. That's awesome. That. That's, that's not my thing. Well, walking across the stage in front of, like, however many people walking? there is. That's not my... That's not my thing, but um, right. But yeah, while well, I homeschooled myself, I worked with my dad Oops. through that. So right, right, crazy. So my graduation day was epic. It was epic. I mean, I had a great time, and like my family was there. My dad, actually, this is a good story. So. My dad, uh, he, his, uh, I think it was like one of his pipes burst at the house. And it was right at the time where he was supposed to get over to the school to watch me walk. And I think it was like him and him and my grandmother and my stepmother and everybody. Like my uncle didn't get to see me walk, which sucked, but you know, that's okay. And uh, (laughs) it was just so funny. Like, like burst pipes, everything That's was good. going out of control, but he still made it through graduation. How how was your party? Was your party fun? So great. But um, it was it was crazy, though. Like I had such a good time. I had such a good time. You know, again, shout out to my mother. She was the one who made everything happen, and and I I had one of the biggest shows I've ever played is like I had that was the first time that George shout oh, wow. out to Mr. Cotties he he had ever that was the first time he played live 
in front of anybody. You know, it was me, George, Sully. Uh, I was drumming on a few songs. Mark Olson, good good buddy of mine, and uh, and we had uh, we had some some guests that came on that did an acoustic back. It, it was a great time. We had dancing, you know, cake, all the. It was a great time. It was a really, really good time. And, you know, it, it had just reminded me yeah. of why I wanted to continue to play music. Because I just enjoyed that atmosphere. You know, and this is like, this is like the first days of soda. You know, I'm 18 and I'm graduating, obviously. And we started soda a year before, you know, fast forward to now. It's like, wow. I can't believe how many years it's been, but you know, uh, that was a great party. It was a really, really nice party and everybody came. So, um, but that was my sort of graduation of like, you can come back to play live because pre that I had played live with a band in years. Like it had been a really mm. long time really really long time so when we finally got back up on stage or when I did with the band after all these years it was like I was excited I was excited to move forward with signals over the year I was excited to start a new project start writing music you know and then later on Sully ended up joining the band and the rest is history You know, and that kind of just it it it, it prepared yeah. me for hmm. what's happening nowadays. So, which is awesome. But I, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for new projects. But um, but uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah um, what was your graduation like? Did you have a, a party? A lot of people from my old hall came. Um. A lot of my friends. <clears throat> Actually, Romeo came. I remember mm-hmm. Romeo showed up. There's a few, few other mm. people that I invited from New Hampshire. Mm. Um, nice. And it was fun. It was, it was great. Oh, cool, cool. Awesome. So I know I I probably asked you this before, and I, I think you've told the story on the podcast once or twice. So you oh, met Jared. Oh, so I when? met Jared. Was it around the first that time, time I met or... Jared? Uh, was at a mutual friend of ours who's no longer in the picture. Um, but uh, yeah, so he, this friend had oh. yeah. like a bonfire at his house, and I went, and I was we were all playing manhunt, and I was running down the driveway. And all of a sudden, I just like just completely run into this this dude. It felt like a brick wall, and I was like, "What the heck is going? Like, what the heck is this?" And he's like, "Hey, I'm Jared." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and he was like, "He's like, what's going on?" And uh, we we met there and just continued to play manhunt. And then I like didn't see him for a good three or four years after, right. maybe even five. It was like. It was crazy long. Right. 
Now what? Now nah, now what year was this? Was this, was this around the time you graduated, before, or a year before? Yes. Oh, okay. So it was pretty um, before you got out of high school. To to not seeing him. All okay, these years. I got you. Oh, and right. another mutual friend of ours has another bonfire, completely separate. And I show up, and then this dude rolls up in this loud truck, and I was like, oh, man, this, this, who is this guy? And he, and he he jumps out, and I'm like, hey, what's up, me? He's like, oh, Jared. And I was like, Jared? Nice. I've heard that voice before, and he looks kind of familiar. So I was like, oh, do you know this dude? And he was like, yeah, I was, I was at this bonfire and I'm pretty sure it was that and I was like oh my goodness and then and then from from that day on we we got very close and hung out a lot and that's hilarious and now here we are that's hysterical amazing it's so funny how like many connections you have you know in the truth and you know obviously fast forward to now we're all hanging out at that party it's crazy I was telling my mom the other day I was just like I cannot believe after all these years <laughs> and like, yeah and me Cameron. and Jared have finally reconnected and, and, and Cameron too you know I don't want to say that I can Cameron. Cameron's my good buddy too like that was great hanging out with him because he was gone for so long and you know it, it was it was really really cool um yeah, but I wanted to ask you this because I was watching Netflix the other day. What is your opinion on the new shows that are on Netflix? Do you think they're better than the shows that are on TV right now, like as opposed to what's on streaming services or you know Roku channels? Any any applications? Like, would you are you opposed to buying a movie? On like YouTube or renting it on uh, Hulu or, or whatever it is, to it. as opposed to watching it on TV. I wouldn't say I'm opposed to it. I do it all the time, <laughs> but um, that's a good question. Yeah, the 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 new Netflix series that they're coming out with. That's a lot of them are good. I won't I won't lie. I like a lot of them. Um. Especially that Tiger yeah. King one. No, they're great. They're great. <laughs> oh, that... No, that show is wild. I love that no. show. <laughs> You're lying to me. <laughs> oh, you gotta. You have to watch it. Oh, God. I don't want to watch that show. You oh, know what I just I watched? I'll tell you what I just finished up was uh, Godless. Yeah. Yep. It's... Do you know who Jeff Daniels is? So he's okay. the main villain in the show. It's a it's a seven episode mini series. The episodes yeah. are like it varies from like an hour to an hour and forty minutes. So, but I mean, and and it's not a new show. This happened around two thousand seventeen. Yeah. But I'm just that type of person where I don't like change. So I. I'm sort of used to the natural like order of things. Like I'll watch The Office over and over and over again. I'll watch Parks and Rec. I'll watch that '70s show. Those shows I'll watch over and over and over again. Restart them. But I heard about this show, Godless, and I was like, you know, let me let me let me take a look at it. And you know what? It was fantastic. Yeah. And it was just the right amount of time. Too. Like that. I don't. I don't think they plan on coming out with a season two. 
And you know what? That's okay. Because the show, for what it was, it was absolutely fantastic. It told the story that it needed to tell. No you more, and my dad no less, and it's a Western. Well. And I love Westerns. So it was fantastic. I I can't believe I've never met your parents. Like I know I, I know who you're related to and I can't believe I've never met your parents. That's crazy. Someday. I mean I guess so. I'm a mystery, bro. So it works out. <laughs> My word. Anyway. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap it up for this afternoon. I want to thank my savage brother, Ethan Bliss, for coming on the podcast once again. And uh, shout out to everybody who's still working in this tough times. If you're getting hazard pay or if you're getting your stimulus check or whatever, <laughs> I hope you're surviving. I hope you're kicking this virus right in the onion and getting everything done that you need to get done. And I hope, uh, I hope everybody's healthy and, and ready to continue. And uh, like I said, I will be going live tonight at 5 o'clock and uh, featuring a new song on my new EP called The Leaf. And yeah, (laughs) it's exciting. I'm leaking it. (laughs) Just one song, though. The rest is going to come out at the end of the month like I planned. (laughs) I don't know. I don't like to give as much cheese away as people usually do these days. So it's going to be a little taste. It'll be like a little platter that you get at a dinner party, but not the main course. Thank you for having me so. again. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, EB. Oh, thank you. I don't you're, really tell you're the people best. I love them. I love you. I, I know I, I tell you all you the time, but you're the best. You're great. <laughs> all right, it's the clapinator we're talking about. <laughs> Who doesn't? Come on. 